I have no son. Who's your daddy? <laughs> I don't remember that line in this episode. <laughs> you just didn't pay close enough attention, Dave. It yeah, was, it was there. It was a very subtle delivery from Mr. Ironside. Oh, uh, okay. Are you sure we watched the same version or did you watch the Axel Braun version? <laughs> I don't know. I've been up since 345. Who knows? Oh, what? There it is. Anyways, what's happening, Ooh. guys? Welcome to DC Fanimated. I'm, of course, Dave the Film Junkie. With me, as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. I do want to take a moment. It's okay. tangentially Superman-related. Good. But it, we've we've got a little bit more time of the day, so I want to wish a happy 92nd birthday to Mr. John Williams. That's right. John, I mean, that is God. Next of all, it was funny because when I uh, saw like a thing pop up, I was like, I immediately went, "Oh no, John Williams died!" And I was like, that was the first thought because I saw like the big like some one of the publications posted like one of their you know thumbnails or pictures or something like that, and I just saw ninety two, and I was like, <gasps> and then I went, "Oh okay, he just turned ninety two. I was like, oh man, but yeah, somebody else had a birthday too, right? Did I not see Mr. Bob Finger? Bill Finger. Bill Finger, Bob. I'm thinking of Bob. I just combined Bob King. Yeah, because he he's born on, um, is it February 2nd his birthday? Is that what it is? I thought I saw something today. I thought I read Is it today? I don't oh, know. I can't remember when Bill yeah. Finger's birthday is. Yeah. It's, I mean, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it a couple times, so I guess it was. Uh, it was, uh, wait a minute, hold on. What is today? Yeah. Today is the 9th, or the 8th. Today, yeah, today's his birthday. Yeah, there you go. So two birthdays right there we're celebrating. So thank you to both of those guys. One is just a legendary composer that's composed some of the greatest iconic uh, music ever, including Superman. And then, of course, there's no Batman without Mr. Finger. Oh, no, there is absolutely no Batman without no, Bill Finger. No. So. Yeah, you know, I know. Oh, God. We can go down that rabbit hole again. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, good to see you, Jason. Ahoy, ahoy. Always great to see you, buddy. But, uh, yes, guys, we are talking about Father's Day. It's not Father's Day. Father's Day is not for another couple of months. But, uh, yeah, that's right. We're talking about Father's Day. And you know what? It's 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 fitting. I mean, I, I remember a little bit. A little bit about this episode. Same thing. It's like all I knew once I, I mean, one from the title, I knew nothing. Yeah. Then once I read a synopsis, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that episode when Calabac like wants to beat out Superman to prove something to Dark Side. And that, like, I didn't even remember the Kents came to town. Like, no. That's the part that I remembered, actually. I remembered, I just remembered the, you know, later on when, you know, uh, his dad um, gets in, you know, underneath some rubble that happens. So that was like pretty much like, there was like little bits of dark side. Yeah. But then there was, for some reason, that stood out when I rewatched this episode. As I was watching the episode, I remembered that at the end, Oh, wait a minute. This is when Superman and Darkseid actually meet yeah. for the first time. Like, yeah, we get a it's pretty interesting. We'll get to that. But yeah, it's uh, it was cool. I was like, yeah, that's right. Did you come face to face? And uh, man, there's a th there's a threat that Darkseid gives. That's for sure. Nice. Little oh, threat. absolutely. Do you want to start off by mentioning this episode is co-written by Mark Evanier, who we mentioned in uh, Tools of the Trade because he was jack kirby's assistant mm, so he wrote the episode that introduced the new gods in the fourth world 
to the Superman the Animated Series, and he co-writes the the very next episode where they show up. So I thought that was really interesting that he continues to be like when they do a fourth world episode. Mark is the one writing and or co-writing it. So I thought that was very interesting to take note of. That's good. That's good. And you're pixelating. Oh, so you have to head on out. Yeah. Damn it. But uh, that's cool. They're keeping it consistent. When you when you need a, a fourth uh, world episode, you definitely call him up. So that's cool. I forgot that we mentioned that in the first time. I think that was part of the clip that I edited out for the episode as well. So so anyways, so that's cool. Yeah. So he's basically the man they call. When it comes to fourth world stuff, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when the episode starts in, in that great space shot right before we see Apocalypse. And there's just all that Kirby crackle in in space. And I'm just going, yeah, this is this is a Kirby episode because there's the crackle right there. I mean, it's just a black. It's just a black in the blackness of space. Yeah. And they made it crackle. And I'm just like, damn. I love Genius. Genius, and then you know Shirley Walker had some fun with this this uh, episode, didn't this, she? That, this score was weird, man. Like, <laughs> starts off a little tribal at first, I and then it just it. yeah, then it just gets like kind of rocking and just man, I was like, wow. I actually had to. I I stayed to watch the credits because I was like, okay, who actually wrote the music for this episode? Because you know this is the, you know this is a show where we can't consistently expect it to be Shirley Walker every yeah. episode, but yeah. no, it was Shirley for this episode. And I was like, dang girl, you were, you were trying something there and it was weird. Well, I mean, it's a, it's an episode that has to do when dark sides return and, you know, maybe at the time they're like, well, I mean, obviously he's going to be in the future. So we got to like, you know, go all in on this episode a little bit. You know, we're bringing in what's his, what's his name again to write it. What was his name? Mark Evanier. Mark. Yeah. So it's like, you know, might as well just up the score, have a little fun with it. And she definitely did. Yeah, she did. Well, also, we saw a brief glimpse of Apocalypse at the end of Tools yeah. of the Trade when Mannheim uh, follows Kanto through the... Uh, the boom tube but mm -hmm. it's really interesting to realize that in the history of the show we get like our very first introduction to even more fourth world characters like there 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 are two major characters in this episode who this is their first appearance because they didn't show up in tools of the trade because mm -hmm. the only people we saw in tools of the trade were canto and then dark side at the very end i don't even think we saw parademons at the end no. of Tools of the Trade. No, so. I don't think we did. But I like how, uh, well, you know, because, yeah, we get introduced to Desaad in this yes. episode, which, of course, you know, Desaad, that little gaslighting piece of shit. Oh, he <laughs> is a huge bag piece of crap. Yeah, I mean, God. that's who he is, though. That's who he it is. is. But there's just something, I mean, because they draw him exactly the way Kirby drew him in the comics. Yeah. And there's just something about him, like, he, he's got like the weird like monk robe hood thing like mm -hmm. like some sort of medieval like conciliary but he's like all skinny he's got the eyes and he's just got uh, all the he's just got all the machinations and it's just like a piece of shit yes we hate you decide we hate you and yeah he's looking you know obviously using the technology and he sends like his little what does he call it like a screen machine or something like that what do you I call know, it it was it, it was some it, something it like that something like that because that's definitely the kind of thing that kirby 
Yeah. Kirby would come up with some really cool it. designs and some kind of yeah. stupid names. I'm yeah, he called it a Scream Machine. I wrote it on my notes. So it's like Scream Machine. Okay. <laughs> that well, worked. that also fits to Sod because he yeah. is a sadist. Yeah. So, so. yeah, it's the character. And so basically it's just like a, you know, it's like a drone like a, that looks like a smaller, you know, apocalypse essentially. But, uh, and then of course, you know, we get Lois, you know, you know, jogging in the park, not obviously not jogging in her uh, normal outfit that she is she's uh, know, not not, not in the skirt and heels yeah. no 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 of course not no she's mm. uh she's in her workout attire which is cool and then of course i mean there's a lot of conveniences when it comes to this episode with uh you know these <laughs> with uh <laughs> this world coming into this world and then you know of course lois is there at the park so naturally she's like gonna have to you know be involved in what's happening here obviously this um the scream machine is starting to just like wreak some havoc and then of course she calls the planet and is like all right she's on the phone saying this is happening this is happening this is happening and i love it how like uh you know when jimmy and and clark show up at the planet they start just talking about their plans and then of course clark just hears just hears hears the 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 phone call so then he just automatically is just out of there books it I, yeah, I, I also forgot that since the episode is called Father's Day, it's yeah. not metaphorical. Like it literally is going to be like Father's Day. Like, yeah. Totally didn't. I thought I thought it was just gonna be a cute little title. I didn't know they were gonna be that literal with it. Not gonna lie. Seriously, I didn't either until like we hear that the yeah. So um, so then of course that's happening, and then sure, of course Lois is hiding behind a tree, but then you know this uh the scream machine so weird calling it that <laughs> you can't say that with straight face can you? it's hard it's hard it's hard to do that um but uh yeah so grabs her and then of course superman comes in and then uh does his thing where he saves the day and basically uh dark side then shows up behind Assad as they're watching and seeing all the uh, the stuff that's happening and uh then they just you know it has a self-destruct mode because why not I mean, but also I love it how like the sod is just this conniving little twit that he's me like, oh, master. No, I was just using this to test his limitations so I could build my ultimate weapon. And Darkseid completely calls him out on his shit. It's he's like, like yeah. that Bullshit. was your ultimate weapon. And it failed miserably. Oh, so glad that he did, because it's like, really, really, you're going to say that you you. Whatever, dude. Whatever, and that's yeah. That's exactly what. Uh, the cool thing about Darkseid yeah. as a god, he sees through the BS. He sees through the BS. It's like he, he knows that Dasad is this sniveling little twat, and he and he's not gonna let him. He's not. He's not pull. He's not convinced. He's not manipulated. He's like bullshit. Yeah. You fucked up royally. Stop it. Right, and then of course we get introduced to Caliback right here. Uh, Calabac. Oh, fun character. Oh, so voices. We got to talk voices okay. because both Desaad and Calabac are notable names. Okay. Did, uh, did I them click for you? Well, Calib Calabac did sound familiar. He should. Um, he should. Desaad, not really. Desaad, okay. Desaad is someone that I would recognize. I would not expect you to recognize him. I'm, okay. like, I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, it's just okay. the way it okay. is. Wait, wait, okay. Wait, wait, uh, but you got any got any guesses no. on who Calabac was? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, that's who actually I remember. I did not remember who Desaad was, uh, but I comp I always remembered who Calabac was. Calabac is Michael Dorn. Worf. Yes. That's why it sounded familiar. <laughs> 
Jesus. Okay, now <laughs> now okay, that does make sense. Who's the side? Uh, the side is Robert Morse. Robert Morse. That doesn't really sound familiar. He was a very uh, he was a Broadway actor. He did some TV. Uh -huh. Um, did you ever watch Mad Men? No, not really. Oh, okay. Okay. That that was one of his more recent roles. Uh, he was the patriarch of the advertising company. Okay. Yeah, um, I really watch it. Yeah. Um, on Broadway, he's also well known because he was the he originated the leading role in how to succeed in business without really trying. Okay. So he he is a very distinctive face. Uh, but uh, he would he would kind of. He sometimes would play though when he was younger. He would kind of play some of those goofball roles that made you think of like Jerry Lewis. What's his name again? Robert Morse. Robert Morse. Let's see if I. Yeah, yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, like, yeah, he's, it's like he's, he's got one around. of those faces where it's like familiar. Okay, yeah, yeah, he has a familiar face. I've probably seen him and stuff, but Michael Dorn. Yeah. It just makes sense now because I'm like, this voice sounds familiar, but it just maybe it sounds like like someone's just doing a voice, you know, because I can't even do the voice. But that's total. I mean, if you obviously, obviously everybody knows who Worf is, if you're a Star Trek fan and it's like you hear that voice, you just know that voice. But I knew so, you weren't that big into Star Trek. So I was wondering, yeah. I'm, I was impressed that when I said the name, you knew who I was talking about. Like, good on you. I think it's just all the recent stuff with the Picard and all those guys coming back and seeing the names everywhere. And when it came to watching Star Trek, I watched Generation, Next Generation, more than any of the other. Versions. Well, I mean, that was our that was our Star Trek. Yes, basically. it was. But then he came back for Deep Space Nine, so that was That's right. Yeah, mm. um, he was also and then he and he was no he was no stranger to voice work of because, course. like almost every other Star Trek actor, he was in Gargoyles. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think we, I think we talked about that maybe on a vodka stream or something. I think we I did know. because he was Probably. cold. He was cold steel. That was mm -hmm. the name of his character on, God, uh, uh, yeah, he was a, he was a cyborg uh, mm. uh, gargoyle. It was, it was, it was a cool character. Yeah. So I always remembered that he was the voice of Calabac because dude, they just, they just nailed the voice casting for the fourth world. Cause I mean, we had Michael York as Canto, Michael Ironside as it's not Michaels. I just realized this. Michael, <laughs> York, <laughs> Michael York is Canto. Michael Ironside is dark side. Michael Dorn is Calabac. Wow. A lot of Michael. A lot wow. of Michaels. <laughs> and then of course we have Mr. You know, Bruno, Bruno. I love how like he's still like in his suit. He's still there. Yeah. I totally forgot that yeah. man. I was going to show up again. It's like, dude, <laughs> thanks for the continuity. I know, right? Kept the continuity, kept the suit, even though he's on Apocalypse. I guess you know he's okay. He's he's able to groom and be be okay. There's no tears in the in the sleeves like they like to do in the animated series or anything like that. But then you know, of course, he's like, you know, he wants to go back to Earth too. Give me a chance, and then get the Ender game back together and blah blah blah. And Dark Side's like, no. And then he just zaps him down into the down into the shit. To start I know working. which okay so that's an important thing to remember is that you know I'm sure a lot of people who maybe are newer fans would be watching this and they're wondering like what the hell's going on with those omega beams you got to understand in the comics whenever dark side used his omega beams they weren't just really powerful lasers like he with the omega effect he couldn't make his omega beams do different things yeah. So transporting people like you would see him do with uh, Mannheim 
that is something that he would do. I mean, you got to remember that like Final Crisis. That's what he does to Batman. He sends him yeah. back in time. Right. You know, when we all thought Batman died at right. the end of that. Yeah. So, you know, that's just just a heads up about why people are getting zapped and they're not like they're not Lois Lane skeleton like in Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> Very true. Oh, poor Lois. But uh, yeah, so he gets zapped down there, and then of course this is where we. We get uh, decide in a gaslighting uh, Cali back because obviously I'm, I always say I always feel like I'm saying his name wrong. Cali you back. are you are you are saying get a little funky. I mean, yeah, a little funky. Yeah. It's not it's not Cali. It's Cali. Cala. Calabac. Calabac. Sorry. Calabac. Yes. <laughs> Calabac. You've been I know. in California Yesterday, too long, man. Just dude, I know, right? But it, it was funny because even last night when I was talking about all the Disney stuff, I couldn't say Moana right at the at first. I was like, Moana, Moana. And I was just like, I'm saying that wrong, huh? And then it finally clicked. <laughs> it finally clicked. I was like, it's Moana, dummy. Come on, you know. It was funny. But um, so, uh, uh, Calabac. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a long Calibac. night isn't no, 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 it no, okay Calabac, Calabac. I was just there we go yes no but um you know obviously he wants to prove to his father you know that he could destroy superman and uh yeah Desaad just totally uses that to manipulate him to go to earth and then he i look how he even says he's like you don't, don't mention me he's just like don't mention me about it you know this will be your thing and blah 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 because it's like yeah he he doesn't want to be blamed or anything for it Okay, so okay, here's a question I want to go ahead and ask you. Okay, um, what did you because they never came out and stated it. So, uh, what did you think Desaad's motivation was I, for you know, gaslighting Calabac? It's a good question. I didn't really really think about that because yeah, what would his what why why would he want to do that? What would be his motivation? Because we start off in his scream machine doesn't work. It doesn't end up defeating Superman. So then maybe there's just like some kind of, I don't know, maybe he just doesn't like him or maybe he, uh, there's some kind of thing where, I don't know, there's come some kind of, um, I don't know, like maybe there's just because he's his son, he doesn't want him there because he maybe has some power over Desaad and he doesn't like that because he's like, dark side sun so there's like a ranking a power ranking thing maybe See, and that's you know i was thinking kind of like apocalypse has always been um depicted like the like like, kind of like the game of thrones environment mm -hmm. where like everyone is just like trying to like get 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 over someone else to be like dark side number one be his favorite i just felt like personally it's like Desaad fucked up and mm. he just needed someone to fuck up worse than he did. And okay, so it's like, sense. and he saw how, how easy he could manipulate Calabac. And he was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> this will take the attention off of me. Yeah. <laughs> if he completely yeah. disregards, because Darkseid says, do nothing. Yeah. You know, I, uh, when the it's almost like Darkseid says, when the time is right, I'll do something about it. Exactly. And exactly. and, and Calabac, of course, being you know, he looks old. You can just see that he's like that young son. That's like you know, I I've you know I I got something to prove. Like yeah. come on, daddy. I I, you know, yeah. Yeah. And exactly. He just thinks that he can go and beat up on the guy in the blue tights. And yeah. Yeah. 
He's got confidence, that's for sure. Uh, and then, of course, we get the uh, we get Jonathan Martha showing up at the uh, Daily Planet, and uh, I like how they're you know they're just <laughs> talking about getting buying a computer so they can surf the net. <laughs> and so, of course, they do that that whole like you know obviously Jonathan acting like that old guy guy where it's like um, you know talking about that so I could surf the net you know and he says it like that which was you know that was a big time phrase when you know the internet was kicking in the gear for sure surf the net and uh, I mean, there was a Sandra Bullock movie the net yeah there was God. I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's, you know, I need to go back decent. and watch that movie. Yeah, yeah it's it's been decent, but it's probably going to be interesting because what was I watching over the? Oh, I think on Sunday. Speaking of like old '90s movies that have to do with like technology, I was I watched Lawnmower Man. Oh God! <laughs> with with all the yeah, yes, with all the with all the um, Apple Pro glasses thing that is happening right now, and then you see Lawnmower Man that deals with like virtual reality. I mean, it's typical night, but man, the, the stuff in there, I mean, the, the, the VFX were shit, but you know, you enjoy it, you enjoy it for what it is and you know, still a great movie, still a great movie, but, but yeah, so they're talking about that. And then of course they meet Lois for the first time. And I like how they just embarrass Clark right away because you know, that's just what happens. Oh yeah. He talks about you all, you the, all time. the time. Like, You're practically oh. family. If, if, if this was my adventures with Superman, his cheeks would have got all rosy, you know, mm -hmm. like he Yeah. Oh, no. And his eyes would have been like yeah. spirals. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, she, I mean, basically says like, yeah, yeah, you're just like, you're basically part of the family. So, so then they're going to go to lunch. But then again, there was like uh, Jonathan uh, having that little quip of like, because he had to send something down to the editor and it's like, well, I could have did that for you. Save you some steps. But then of course she mentions like the technology thing, Jonathan. So and that's weird because it, it has actually nothing to do with anything that happens in this episode. Yeah. It, it's, it's a little non sequitur of a, yeah, I think they just wanted to show that, you know, Jonathan was like the, the old crotchety dude. And I do things like this and kind of thing just to, just to do the dad thing, I guess. I don't know. I guess it, <laughs> it just felt, when you look at like the scope of the episode, it just mm. seemed to be like it. It's not like it fit thematically into anything that happens in this episode. No, it's not like technology saves Jonathan at the end or something like that. You know, yeah, it's it's really meaningless. But um, so they're going to go to lunch, and then of course Perry, a pissed off Perry. <laughs> when is he not? When is he well, not? Well, even Lois even says that. No, he always sounds like that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like we're so they have to go ahead and go uh, go to lunch. And then, of course, you know, it's convenient that, uh, you know, when uh, uh, Calabac just shows up and shows up right at that restaurant. <laughs> of course. Of course. I know. By the way, I got to ask you, did you notice the maitre d at the restaurant? Did his design look a little familiar? No, I didn't. I, I can't put a I, know, I didn't pay attention. Okay, because I was even trying to listen to the voice to see if they actually got John Zunza to to voice this guy, because he looks he looks exactly like Francis from The Laughing Fish. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. Mm. Yeah, like the fir the first yeah the first copyright guy who uh -huh. like Joker tries to out like, oh, it's you know the Joker's the Joker's goons you know sprayed some stuff yeah. on me. <laughs> it's a mental hospital. 
<laughs> and it wasn't him, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that was the other. No, that that wasn't because it was his cat comes in with like yeah. fish in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like his character design from Victor D looked completely like Francis from The Laughing Fish. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, but then of course you know, uh, Calabac just starts effing the place up, and uh, and then you know Jonathan, you know he. <laughs> It's funny because the both the parents got to realize that you're a human being parents to a superhero that nobody knows a secret identity, you know, but you know, it, it, it adds to the episode a little bit, but you know, that's Jonathan, a lot. it was a little, yeah. I, that's my criticism of this episode is yeah. that the Martha and Jonathan stuff yeah. just seemed superfluous because it seems like, I mean, cause Jonathan kind of acts like an idiot. Yeah, there's somebody ought to give him a tongue to really Jonathan. Like, what are you, you do? what are you going to do? I mean, the only thing I will say that having Martha and Jonathan there is that it gives you a a, a foil how Dark Side treats his son versus how yeah. Jonathan and Martha treat their son. It, and the episode never like points it out. It's just kind of there, which I'm not going to mm -hmm. complain. I, I I would prefer it just be like, here's the comparison without us having to point our fingers at it. But it also doesn't feel like it really plays that much into the episode. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just I felt like the writing of this part made Jonathan seem like an idiot. Yeah. And like. Jonathan, you you wouldn't try to take on the big giant hulking alien who just came smashing into the restaurant. Yeah, it was kind of yeah, especially what he says. Yeah, they could have did a better job of putting Jonathan in a situation where Superman had to rescue him. Besides just like saying that and standing there, and then the you know the, the ceiling starts crumbling down, and then he gets on you know he gets he falls under the rubble. A little bit. Um, but yeah, they could have done a better job putting him in some kind of situation or Caliback just like grabbed him or something like that. Yeah, they could have done something better. But because Jonathan gets trapped underneath the rubble. Yeah. Superman shows up. And then the episode from then on out until about the very end just becomes like a smackdown. Like, yeah, like, like, it really does. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of oh, there was a there was an episode. It, it's almost like monkey fun where we got to the point where we had to just stop discussing the episode because what we were going to do, like go beat through beat through, you know, Superman fighting Remember? a giant ape. Yeah, because uh, with the right hook and a left hook. Right. Because from this point on, it's just Superman and Calabac beating the shit out of each other yeah, for the remain for the remainder of the episode you know except for with some interesting things like you know calabac is knocked unconscious yeah. um in the subway and electrocuted somehow desad is watching this whole thing like <laughs> where's your camera like how are you watching it's this it's that apocalypse technology man it, it's it, it's magic it it's, really yes. is it's better internet they're surfing the net oh they are surfing the net and why <laughs> and, and watching this and of course that's when you know dark side sees calabac he defied his orders and yeah and dark side basically like nah fuck him yeah uh, he said you know, i have i have no son, have no son. <laughs> you know yeah. uh, you know he's like he's your son that is merely a technicality of his birth <laughs> you know i'm like oh 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 you want to talk about a Cold, like, yeah. you, 
oh yeah. oh that is like one so of those he, imagine if he heard that oh i know right it's merely a technicality of his oh. and so oh and uh, you know as far as destiny is concerned i have no son <laughs> so and like bad. oh god that's not winning uni father of the year awards no no and and then of course okay i have to i have to laugh at this you know when when calabac and superman holding each other and the, and the subway trains coming right at them yeah. and, and superman goes you know there's people on the train and and all i could think about because this is an old squad cast media joke from our superman 4 review but all mm -hmm. i can think about is christopher reeve and superman 4 going no dear god the people <laughs> the people yeah the people oh, when, he's, when he's talking to nuclear man yeah yeah the pe oh god i forgot about i was like where are you going with this and when you said that it just i went oh yeah that's ooh. that'll send a chill up your spine <laughs> i ooh. know right Dude, no, the people yeah that's funny jesus christ but then of course he gets electrocuted by the the rail the rail and, yeah yes and then uh but of course, that's not going to keep him. That's not going to keep him down for sure. And then Superman, of course, is still trying to get to his dad. And then, of course, there's more of the street fight that happens. And then Martha goes, Clark. <laughs> and Lois is like, Clark, where? And it's like, oopsies. Remember, hello. But I mean, she's being motherly. But then at the same time, she starts like when 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 Superman's getting his ass kicked, she starts like going to like, I got to help him. Like and then luckily Lois is like, no, what are you doing? No, that not not going to do much. That's really not going to work out for you. See, that wow. one I can more understand because a mom is watching her baby get his ass kicked. I yes. can understand that more than Jonathan going, he should get up, you know, a, a right hook to the, to the, to the chin, to the chin or something like that. Somebody needs to give him a whooping. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That was, that was pretty dumb. This one made more sense that she would actually do that because obviously you're seeing your son get the shit beat out of him, but naturally, I mean, there's, I mean, they're using all kinds of stuff and yeah, we might as well just kind of like jump right into, I told uh, you, this is because when, yeah. you get to, when you, when the episode just devolves into a smackdown, <laughs> I mean, there really just isn't that much to like intellectually discuss. Exactly. I was even thinking about that as I was watching the episode. I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to be just like monkey fun. It's just going to be us <laughs> saying, and they fight. Yeah. So, and then, okay. So let's start it right here. When uh, the, the line about, you know, being worthy to his father and then that. that Which is an important. I felt like that, that line kind of made me think, yes, Clark, remember, your dad's buried in rubble back there. <laughs> it's almost like he forgot his dad was buried in rubble because he was too yeah. busy, like, fighting the getting aliens. His, well, getting his ass kicked. And maybe I know, right? Knocked it right out of him, so. Father. Father. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to that score the the nice. snare drums are really going with the orchestra yeah it is just hulk loki'd him and then he does oh, like a little right. bit of a, like a little neo right here a little neo matrix level blocking except it's really slow yes <laughs> I love the drums with the freaking thing. Okay. So it's so funny. When he did this, I thought he threw him into space. So did I. I totally okay. forgot about the ending, too. I was like, okay, he threw him into space. Makes sense. And then, of course, there's Jonathan. Yeah, He's been sitting that. on that rebel this entire time. That's going to be sore tomorrow. Is this my Father's Day present? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it is Father's Day. <laughs> 
Honestly, John Wayne, you've got more nerve than sense. You tried to stand up to that big brute all by You tell him, Martha. Speaking <laughs> of whom. Yeah. I mean, we want to go. No matter how many times yeah. I see that, I'll never get used to it. Me neither. See, now Lois is starting to be like, huh? Huh? Why, why, why do you guys keep on saying weird shit? Like, put it together, Lois. Put it together. And then, yeah, we might as well just watch this part because it's just I mean, so This is kind of the best part of the episode. It really is. Why lie? Exactly. So, and you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anytime a boom tube shows up, you should just be like, yeah. shit's getting real. Yes. Oh, that shadow. That shadow of him, like, showing up right there. That's cool. I always love, like, standing in the tube uh-huh. and you're kind of just floating in the middle of the air. Mm-hmm. His an- arms behind his back. Superman. Oh, yeah. And did you? And did, did you? you? Underestimated his strength. <laughs> but he won't catch me off guard again. That much, at least, is true. <laughs> Please, father! Yep, yep. That's when you go, son, you done fucked up. Yeah, exactly. What have you done to him? And here we get the face off. I asked you a question. I just thought dark side like not even phased. Answer Mm-mm. me. But he knows that uh it's not ready. I'm not ready to, you know, maybe not yet. But we'll Now's see. Now's not the me, time. Yeah, let me try something here. Let's see what happens. Oh, oh, he's a little oh, strong. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. He's, he winced a little bit. Yeah, he had a he had a struggled with that a little bit. That is who I am. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and when the time comes, you and this primitive planet will swear allegiance to dark side. Dun, dun, dun. Be destroyed. I'll be destroyed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Dark side out. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then, of course, yep, they're watching. There's the camera. Who knows? <laughs> Dark side, I do not understand. Why did you let Superman live? Superman cannot be destroyed with one stroke. Get on your throne. And will be done. You sacrificed your uh, Caliban? (laughs) You almost said son. How many will there be before you destroy Superman and conquer the Earth? As many as it takes. Ooh, goosebumps. Goosebumps. And and it's so cool. Last week we talked about how Ghost and Machine was such a like in it gets retconned into being such an important episode in uh the universe you know mm-hmm. because of what it sets up but i love how dark side ultimately is the big bad guy of the dc animated universe like yeah. the 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 fight between superman and dark side literally literally lasts until the final episode of the universe and <laughs> I, and i just love so when we watch that scene where superman and dark side meet for the first time it's like this has implication for years to come mm-hmm. yeah as it, far as this universe yeah. is concerned and it's just it it's 
crazy to think about that. Yeah, this is the first. Yeah, it gets built up pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. There's some cheesy stuff in here and maybe some things that, you know, that we could agree that could have been a little bit better. But overall, it's just like one of those where it's like Superman's taking on it's a big street fight that he has to take. We get the dark side stuff. So, and like I said, it sets things up for the future. So it's an important episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the dark side stuff is just my favorite stuff in the episode. It's the best stuff in the episode. Of course. <laughs> of course. There. What do we got next week? Uh, it's, uh, you probably won't know it. It's just, it's, it's an obscure little episode. <laughs> okay yeah yeah do you yeah it's called world's finest part one you know <laughs> uh i actually saw because when i was scrolling through oh fuck I, oh come I know, on i know i know I, I let you play your little like thing right there but i didn't mean to because usually i don't but i was like where am i where are we at because sometimes the thumbnails don't look like that oh no that thumbnail tells you everything you need yeah. to know so i also and i look over and i'm like i see joker and look lex luther and i'm like oh shit <laughs> i'm like there it is oh yes we got three weeks that are going to be lots of fun we got a crossover happening folks so it's gonna be great we got our first is this our first batman and superman crossover man it is it oh. is but it is and and for technicality's sake all three episodes are technically episodes of superman the animated series yeah they're not part of batman, batman no Avengers, no no so this is exciting. So we're going to have, God. yeah, it's three parts, right? It's a three-parter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course it is. I love it. Oh, it's going to be great. So there you go, folks. Next uh, next Thursday, we start off World's Finest Part 1 in a three-part saga. Cannot wait. So watch that and uh, come back and spend some time with us or, you know, just listen to us in your own convenience. So, I know. Yeah. Spotify. And uh, where, where else can they listen? Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, and Amazon. How sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All the places. All the places that you can listen. So there you go. All right. Send us off. Well, of course, I'm Scott. You can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27, on Instagram at McMerlin, and on Vero at Scott McClellan. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There it is. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow on the Vodka Stream. We'll have lots to talk about, of course. That's at, of course, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time. So grab a drink and uh, we'll have some fun. All right. Hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, do all that. We will talk to you later.